Hello, and welcome to Alps in Brief, the podcast that comes to you from the historic Florence building in beautiful downtown Missoula, Montana. I'm Mark Bassingthwaite, the risk manager here with Alps, and today uh, I thought we'd take a little time to talk about listening. You know, I've been blessed to uh, have been married my absolute best friend in life, and uh, she and I uh, are very honest with each other and and have some crazy and interesting and wonderful conversations, Uh, and at times, uh, you know, she will be, like I said, very direct and honest, and she'll say, you know, Mark, you're just not listening, and uh, she's right. I mean, there are times, uh, as she would describe, and I readily agree, I have too many planes up in my head, and I really uh, am having trouble focusing and, and paying particular attention. But listening isn't just a skill that is limited to communication between two individuals. Uh, I, with this podcast, would like to talk about listening to one's life and exploring a little bit about what that means uh, in my experience. And I would consider myself someone who does a pretty good job of of listening uh, to to my life. Um, I have seen a number of people have no idea what I'm talking about, no clue how to do it, um, and no desire to learn. I've seen some people even get hit in my mind, upside the head by life with, with, with uh, you know, some meaning and something here you're to learn, and they just don't do the learning uh, because they're not um, looking for it, perhaps. Uh, others, you know, are, are very, very good at, at this, uh, particularly for the big, uh, loud things that life has to say. Uh, but I, I would really like to explore looking at this uh, on the day-to-day, because I, I think there are all kinds of learnings uh, if that, 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 that can come up day-to-day if we just stop to take the time to listen and to look for the, the learning. So let me give you an example of, of what I think about and what I mean when it comes to uh, listening to one's life. When I was uh, a younger adult, uh, there was a period of time where I was really into bike riding. That was primarily as a means of transportation and uh, also a way to, you know, get a little exercise uh, uh, during a commute. Uh, but uh, and I also you know I learned to strip a bike down, clean it up, put it back together, and and I had a lot of fun. Uh, then you know kids, life, all kinds of things get in the way of that, and uh, bikes pretty much got put away for a number of years. I would say though, in the last three to four years, I've really started to get back into it, and I've really enjoyed it. I've been doing quite a bit of uh, riding, uh, both. Uh, you know, in the winter, uh, sometimes it, because it's just too much snow here, you can't get out. Uh, you know, in the club, uh, in terms of stationary bikes. Uh, but boy, when when spring's here, you know, you go, you tune the bike up a little bit, and uh, you just get out and, and start uh, start riding. So let me use the uh, this example of bike riding um, and, and share some things about what bike riding says to me uh, and what I take away from it. You know, it's, uh, it, it has been a great workout. I've put on a lot of miles and, and to me it, it, it helps keep me in shape. 
you know, I have found at times the more I ride, um, you know, sometimes some pickup trucks actually in the neighborhood uh, in particular as I work my way around or through the neighborhood are just going slow and getting in the way and there's some obstacles there you know and I've learned to just ride around them in a very safe and responsible way it's a lot of fun you know to uh, to get out and ride uh, particularly when it's a beautiful day and I can take some really long rides uh, been known to go as much as 40 miles in a day, which for me, you know, at 60, I think it's a pretty good thing. Uh, but on the long rides, you know, I need to remember, hey, take a phone, because, you know, sometimes you need to call for help if you have a, a bike breakdown and you don't have on hand uh, what you need to repair it, or if uh, serious weather changes, you know, just things happen. Uh, so it's helpful to have a phone. You take a little water, because, you know, it's important to stay hydrated. Uh, you know, you always wear a helmet. Uh, again, you never know uh, what can happen. Uh, we have a number of bike trails in the area, and there's some bike tunnels that, that go under roads and uh, you know, areas where the paths dip down and go below railroad tracks and highways and things, and there's some pretty tight turns. You know, I've learned to just approach with caution. Sometimes there's another bike coming at me or a somebody standing on a bridge fishing or a little ice in that tunnel because it's still early in the uh, in the season and I just don't want to end up you know flat on the ground and just you know bruised up and uh, you know bleeding from from doing something stupid uh, you know I, I've learned hey when you have the wind at your back and boy an open road you shift up and you just uh, take advantage of the support and you have fun riding at a top speed. And I really love that. Of course, at times, you know, when, uh, when circumstances change or conditions perhaps change, uh, you, you might have an area with a lot of potholes or something or, you know, you got a hill climb. You, you, you have to downshift. You know, you have to adjust. Um, you know, to, to, to make the ride enjoyable, perhaps, to not burn out. You know, so there, there's lots and lots. I could go on for another 20 minutes, you know, on the kinds of things that you think about and learn as, uh, as a result of, of, of riding on a, on a regular basis. Uh, but, you know, so I, I can take this experience and, and all the little things and sometimes bigger things that you, you uh, learn uh, and, and say, okay, that, that's cool. I, I get better and, and more efficient at riding. I get healthier. I learn a few tricks. I get more confident and comfortable. Um, you know, but that's not really listening. Um, that's just observing and, and perhaps learning a few things uh, along the way, but that's not really listening to what your life, what the experience can teach. So uh, that's revisit uh, some things and, and, and sort of apply it. I mean, that's, that's the goal. You, you, you have to look for the learning and you do that by listening, but now you also need to apply the learning to make a, for lack of a better description perhaps, a life lesson out of it. You know, this is one of the things that, you know, we have great kids and they have all done 
so much. And, and it's what I'm about to share that, that I hear from them sometimes isn't unique to the kids. You know, I, I've had other people uh, say these kinds of things, but uh, I, I like the context of, uh, of young adults. You know, we have four out of five in their 30s now. And sometimes, you know, we'll be talking and we'll say, you know, they'll say to us, you know, how do you, why do you think you're right? Or, or you know, we, we know more. We've, you know, we've experienced it. And I said, we just have perspective. We're just older. And there's things we've learned. Yeah, Dad, but you've never gone through this before or that before. You really don't know. And, and my response, I, I don't need to experience every little thing to have some insights into you know, how, how something might play out. You, you kind of get where I'm going? Uh, so with that in mind, let me, again, revisit writing. And, and share some thoughts about what I've learned as a, resp- as a response to, uh, to writing um, over the last three or four years. And, you know, I'm talking about now I'm, I'm riding five, six hundred, seven hundred miles uh, throughout the season, just outdoors. Uh, in fact, uh, my goal this year, we'll see. I'm going to give it a shot, see if I can get a thousand miles uh, before, before winter hits. Wish me luck. That's a lot of riding. But so... Um, one of the things that I've learned and that I really have taken to heart, I need to stay alert and I never want to go full bore into a tight curve because sometimes something unexpected really is just around the bend. Okay, now how do I apply that? What, what does that mean? And perhaps it's even talk about it in the context of a, of a legal career. Well, when I think about this learning, here's just one example. You know, just because a new practice area is about to seriously heat up, that isn't a good reason in and of itself to jump into this practice area before you have time to come up to speed and or to develop, you know, any necessary internal processes that will enable you to be competent in the delivery of these new legal services. You know, stated in another way, doing this kind of stuff is, is really an accident waiting to happen. So, you know, stay alert. Don't go full bore into the unknown. You need to prepare. You need to be intentional about it. You need to look for problems and anticipate. Another one. And I, I got to thinking about just this just the other day. And I, I, I don't know why it, it struck me, but it really did. I noted, you know, it's, it's really extremely difficult to balance on a bike hands-free while the bike is stationary. You know, try doing that at a stop sign, as an example. It's extremely difficult, particularly to do it for very long. But it really gets quite a bit easier the faster you go. And I just started to think about that. You know, now what what could be a life lesson out of that? Well, for me, it's this. If you want to develop a skill and truly become proficient at it, you need to learn to take a few risks while always moving forward. Stated in another way, there is value in learning to say yes to opportunities that push your comfort zone. 
mean, as I see it, that's how you grow, professionally and as a person. How about this? And I, I will share, you know, over the years, I've had a few, um, what I would describe as close calls. Um, once in a while, it's uh, the close call was intentional in the sense somebody was messing with me. And at other times, you know, it's just crazy things happen when you're riding on a road or a highway. You know, I, I try not to do that a lot, but here in Montana, sometimes you need to to get to the trails or the paths that you really want to ride. So one of the things that I've learned is, is this. Sometimes someone will try to mess with you in the middle of a ride. Know that it can happen. Do what you can to be prepared and keep pedaling. Most importantly, don't let it frighten you. You still have more than a few miles to go. Okay, now, now what can you take away from that? Well, again, in the context of practicing law, here, here's one of the thoughts that I have. You know, some people will try to intimidate you. Perhaps an it's an aggressive, you know, over-the-top negative online review uh, or opposing counsel uh, practicing incivility in the extreme during a deposition. You know, there's all kinds of things you could create here. But the fact that these things happen, that, that says nothing about you. Don't let this get under your skin because you still have work to do. Continue to focus on what lies ahead. Now, I talked a little bit earlier about, you know, I, I try to stay in shape and, and you know, during the, the winter season, you know, keep, keep riding and it's stationary bikes. And, uh, you know, so I'll go out to the, the club and take care of that uh, in terms of trying to, to work out. Um, but here's... Here's a, a learning from that sort of experience. And I will say, you know, even if it's bad weather at, at times during the season, you know, I, I, you have to make this choice sometimes. You know, do I want to go out on the road or do I want to just, you know, go to the club and watch TV as I ride, you know? Um, yes, I, I have to admit, and I've learned this, it, it is a lot easier to ride indoors, you know, particularly when the weather isn't the best. It's an easy choice. But no matter how fast you pedal, you still end up where you started. And I think that's important to appreciate. You know, what that means to me is, you know, if I want to get anywhere in my career and in my own life, I actually have to go outside and make it happen. No one's going to do it for me. Here's another one that I like, and I, you know, sometimes you'll see people, uh, they just don't want to do this, and, and I get it, I do, I get it, but I, I'm a firm believer, always wear a helmet, because it's your head we're talking about, you know, the place where you keep all your intellectual capital, things like how to ride a bike, and <laughs> how to get back home, how do I why is that important and what's the takeaway from here? What's the learning that, that life's trying to tell me with that insight? Well, in my mind, it's if you fail to prioritize taking care of yourself, 
all you end up doing is increasing the risk of injury or illness, which can have serious consequences to include the ability to even earn a living. There are times when I will ride in circles, and, and what I mean by that, and it's not a negative, it's just I, I have uh, a loop so that, you know, if I have a little time over lunch, you know, I can go out and I'm not pounding out, you know, 10 miles out of town and back. Uh, you just can't do that over a lunch hour. Uh, so I have a, a loop and, and I ride uh, locally. Uh, at other times, uh, nice days, weekends, you know, I will uh, do some extended riding. And uh, sometimes it's just exploring and sometimes it's very intentional. But, you know, one of the things I learned from going off the loop and, and going out and exploring is some trails eventually end. Once there, it's good to take a little time to to feel what you feel, but you need to get back on the bike because the ride isn't over. And, you know, I start to think about that too. You know, what, what does that teach me? And here's, here's what I take away from, from finding that some trails just come to an end. Endings happen. Now think about a career change, a retirement, a divorce. There are all kinds of ends that happen in life. Some endings are going to be positive and others aren't. So go ahead and feel what you feel, but remember the journey isn't over. Sooner or later, you're going to have to decide what's next, figure out how to get there, and then start moving. So, the point of this whole short uh, podcast is, is just to share a skill or an insight that, that is meaningful to me, that is, has been valuable to me in so many ways. Sometimes the, the learnings, the insights of, of, that, that come from practicing learning to listen uh, to your life are, are small. Uh, and perhaps inconsequential in some ways. You know, one of the things I learned uh, sort of in that, that uh, genre is uh, uh, always have a rubber band with you. You'd be surprised how often the one thing I need to fix a minor problem is a rubber band. It comes in handy all the time. I think it should be on the list, you know. The three things that you need in life are a good can of WD-40, some great duct tape, and some rubber bands. And you're good to go. But more often, the learnings are a bit more significant and, and can really help, uh, help me keep focused, um, keep moving forward. Um, so I, I, I just, I guess I'll just leave it at that. And, and share uh, what I've been musing about, what I've been thinking about uh, on rides in, in, uh, in recent months, uh, and encourage you. There's value in taking time uh, to, uh, to listen to what your life is saying, even if it's just a whisper. That's it, folks. I hope you found something of value today, and please, don't hesitate to reach out anytime if there's any other topics you'd like to hear. If you just have a question or concern you would like to discuss, 
you may reach me at mbass, M-B-A-S-S, at alps, A-L-P-S, insurance.com. mbass at alpsinsurance.com. Thanks much. Have a good one. Bye-bye.